Hello, and a huge welcome to the very first episode of the Career Espresso podcast, your guide to taking action, to get clarity and control over your career, and be more fulfilled and successful at work. It's great to have you here. I'm your host, Amanda O'Neill, and today I'm looking at the career lessons I've learned that I wish I'd known a little bit sooner. If we haven't met before, my name's Amanda. I'm a career and leadership coach who helps women get clarity and control over their careers so they can be more fulfilled and successful at work. It's all about getting the career that you know you deserve. My clients work with me when they're at lots of different points in terms of their career journeys. So for some examples, they might be stepping up at work, maybe taking on new responsibility. They really want to take back control of their career. They're changing jobs, maybe even sectors, big career changes working to find success in a new role, maybe taking on leadership, sometimes for the very first time. They're returning to work after a career break, maybe to, you know, from care or maternity leave, that sort of thing. Or I can relate to this one really closely, they're starting their own business. If something they've never done before, you know, it's really new to them. So I'd love to know more about where you find yourself in your career journey right now, but more of that a little bit later. For this first ever episode, I wanted to ask if birthdays and anniversaries ever caused you to step back and reflect on what's gone before and what might be to come. I ask this because this month sees me celebrating my fifth business birthday. And for me, it was an opportunity to stop for a moment and consider some of the most important career lessons that I've learned along the way, especially five years in business and everything that's taught me and how they've influenced and guided my overall working working life and where I might want to go in the future. I wanted to share some of these on this first ever episode, so let's jump right in. Lesson one, every day is a school day, so really in short, never ever be done learning. If I'm honest, I wasn't some one of these people who kind of left education, knowing exactly what they wanted to do with the rest of their life and their career, it was all mapped out in front of me. Absolutely not. I realised about seven years ago that I'd reached a point in time where I'd become a bit too focused for my own good on that next big job title or salary increase. And somehow I thought this would be life changing. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. You know, I felt I was going to be happy when I got that next pay increase, that next role. It wasn't quite working like that for me. It was only when a big opportunity to learn and grow was presented to me that I quickly realised that if you keep that learning mindset, your career will come along with you on that journey. It will always be there beside you. Lesson two, your path is not written in stone and indeed it can change. You can be the one that changes it. Does anyone actually have a career path anymore? I ask this question because I remember we're talking a while back here, thinking my career was like a ladder or this linear path that, you know, I'd have this map to, I'd follow along, it would move in one direction, hopefully upwards as I gain more experience and skills. And, you know, people always telling me, you've got to have that five-year career plan. It's got to be written down. You've got to know where you want to be in five years' time. I even remember being asked that question in interviews. It felt that that was kind of intrinsic to your success. But in truth, it's often not a straight road towards one particular thing, as we soon find out. The road should curve, take diversions, throw you off balance once in a while, because let's face it, unexpected stuff happens. 
it's those unexpected bumps in the road that can really set you off on that brand new path, maybe one you'd never really thought about before. By all means, keep setting ambitious goals, but always be open and looking for those new opportunities around you, even if it means setting out on a new path and starting over. And, you know, I'm not saying quit your job, start new, do that and make that big change. It could be as simple as something changing at work, taking on a new project, maybe a new hobby, you know, something you really enjoy doing outside of work. And actually you're looking at that and thinking, could I make money from that? You know, could that be something on the side? You know, it could mean a new job, a new responsibility in a current role or a different way your life is taking you and you want work to come along with you on that journey. Think for a moment where this new path could take you and what that might mean for your career. That's a question I'm going to leave you with to have a think about. I'd love to know what some of your responses might be. Lesson three, mistakes can be a brilliant teacher, the best in my experience, and accept that you're going to get stuff wrong. Hands up, who has that horrible cringy feeling inside when you make a mistake, especially when you you look and you think, oh God, it's happened. I always used to dread getting anything wrong, and I mean anything. And when it happened, I would feel embarrassed and a little bit sick inside. No, sometimes sorry a lot sick. Like I've failed and that somehow I was less than I was before I made the mistake. And we're not talking big, life-threatening stuff here. We're talking things like forgetting to proofread an email right through and then spotting a mistake the moment that I click send, up to not having the courage to speak up in a big, scary meeting when I knew something serious could happen. You know, quite often I couldn't get that courage to do it, but I knew I needed to say something. Over time, I've learned that it's how you handle these mistakes that actually leads to the growth. The bit that comes after the mistake is the crucial part. You know that phrase, owning it? Well, with mistakes, you need to take a moment to sit in the mess that you've created for just that minute. Don't just jump straight up, brush it off and move on. There's a temptation to do that and I'll come on to why in a moment. I've adopted a four-step method that I recently read in Forbes magazine. thought you might find it helpful if I shared this with you. So I'll go through the four steps. First, acknowledge your errors. You know that thing we just said about owning them? Before you can learn from your mistakes, you need to accept that you've actually got, you know, skin in the game. You need to accept responsibility for your role in the outcome. This is often the most uncomfortable bit. But until you can honestly say, yeah, I messed up, you won't be ready to learn and change in future. The second step was ask tough questions. Try not to dwell, but take time to reflect. Try asking yourself these few questions. What went wrong? What could I do differently next time? And what did I learn from this? That most important part. Write down your responses. It not only helps you to see things more logically, it also means you've got it to refer back to in future you know, to remind yourself how far you've come, to remind yourself of, you know, those reflections and what happened. The third step was make a plan. Focus on what you can do in future to avoid making that similar mistake. But remember, what works for one person might not be right for you. It's personal to you. And the fourth step, the final one, is make it harder to mess up in the first place. So 
don't just rely on the willpower alone. We know sometimes that doesn't always get us where we need to go. Willpower alone will not prevent you from taking maybe an unhelpful shortcut, you know, leaving a deadline till the last minute, not being fully prepared for something. Increase your chance of success by putting measures in place that actively make it harder for you to make that mistake and mess up again. So it's a bit like, you know, that example of freezing your credit card in a block of ice, stop you going on a late night online shopping spree. Not that I've ever done that myself, but you never know. It's kind of you're putting that barrier in place to make it that bit harder to mess up again. The important thing to know is that you will continue to make mistakes. It's what you learn from them that's important. Don't ever get into that mindset of thinking, you know, I'm going to get to a point in my career where mistakes don't happen because they will. They're inevitable. Final lesson, lesson four. Always remember you're doing much better than you think you are. Never forget this. The secret lies in trying not to compare yourself too much to others around you. You know that phrase, it's a pretty famous one, that comparison is the thief of joy. And sure enough, it is. Whilst it's okay to look at someone who takes maybe public speaking in their stride or walks into that room of strangers and networks with ease, it's okay not to be exactly like that too. The fact is, there's always going to be someone who's more of this or better at that. It's life. But when it comes down to it, who really cares? Your success and fulfilment is defined and measured by you and you alone ultimately. It's not your family or your friends or social media or indeed anyone else that defines that. It comes from you. And never forget to celebrate your wins, however small. That temptation can be, it's like that New Year's resolution, isn't it? We set it and it's, you know, this huge, great goal. It feels very far away and we don't celebrate until we hit it. Rather than thinking, you know, maybe I should break that down into little steps and every little step that I achieve, so it's losing, I don't know, weight or taking more exercise, every little step, every win, I'm going to celebrate that. There's something positive I can do because it's all progress. As the psychologist Rick Hansen once said, Our brains are like Teflon for those positive experiences and like Velcro when it comes to the negative ones. The negative ones stick around. They're the ones we pay attention to rather than thinking about all these wonderful positive thoughts, experiences and things that we do. So try to be maybe, you know, a little bit more Velcro for the positive stuff is what I'm saying. So that's everything for this very first episode. And thanks so much for listening to Career Expresso. I hope you found some useful actions that you can take away and implement after listening today. And as this is the start of my podcast journey, I'd love to know what you want to hear more of, what you find useful and what will keep you coming back to listen every week. And in fact, I hope that you tell all your friends how amazing this little corner of the podcast universe is. That's my hope. Please consider rating and reviewing if you enjoyed this episode. It really helps my show to grow over time, get discovered by new listeners, not to mention giving vital feedback so I can make sure that future episodes are all the more relevant and helpful to you. At the end of the day, that's why I'm here. As ever, you can reach me on Instagram and LinkedIn at amandaowenmean.com or you can email me at amanda.com at amanda 
And if you want to develop your career this spring and you're not quite sure how to get started, try subscribing to my weekly Work Your Way newsletter. It lands in your inbox every Thursday lunchtime and it's like a cup of pure espresso full of tips that you can implement with ease. You may have guessed that's what I'm all about. It's also the place where I preview what's coming up in terms of learning, resources and everything that will help you get your career back on track. I'll pop a link for you in the show notes. So it's bye for now.